Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Amen. How many of you are blessed? Hallelujah. We have powerful testimonies today. Amen. Our lives have been transformed through the testimonies. And I want you to help me welcome Eric in tow to give us his testimony. Please put your hands together. Let's welcome Eric in tow to give us his testimony. Hallelujah. Uh, my name is Eric Anson. I'm from UCC First Love. I'm part of the Greater Love Choir. Um, yeah. And I'm a church planter by the grace of God. Testimony is actually uh, uh, connected to uh, Bishop' message on the uh, wisdom of a sheep, and my testimony is actually my financial breakthrough. Yeah, upon hearing that message, uh, that the wisdom of a sheep, I decided to become a very good sheep. Uh, I listened to the instruction and the, uh, the direction from my chief brother, Chief Brother Fred uh, McPaul. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's uh, his instruction to uh, was to the uh, the building of the church. That's why actually uh, helped me to become a church planter. Yeah, uh, to the building of the church. The reason why I need to become a very good Christian uh, to uh, to live an example uh, for other people to. Upon hearing that message, um, actually uh, I had a divine uh, financial breakthrough. Why? Because I realized that my chief brother has be- uh, become a good shepherd over my soul to lead me to my greener pastures. Yeah. 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 And with me, uh, and with me, my greener pasture was my financial breakthrough. Because frankly speaking, I've never had a divine financial breakthrough in my life. Yeah. Because uh this um uh this um uh this same was about my hostel fee. When I called my parents, it was just a miracle. I called my parents, my hostel fee, 1,400. He said, don't worry, we will give you the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the most amazing thing is that God just opened the door for me just because I listened to the instruction and the direction for my chief. People just calling me, I let you in university, have your money. I, when I counted the money, I had almost 124 Ghana CD. And if you, on top of it, or just this same, a sister's friend of mine who is in the state just promised to pay my school fees for me. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. So, if you are a first lover here, I'm saying that our bishop is the Paul of our time. And that we, the first lover, is the, is the, t- uh, the Timothy of our time to listen to instruction. So, Yeah. Mm. 
Amen. Yeah. I just feel like preaching, you know. Amen. Amen. You go, when you look at uh, Timothy, first Timothy, second Timothy. It was all about ins- uh, Paul instruction to Timothy. It was about instruction. So if you're a first level here, please listen to instruction. The direction from our daddy. And you'll be blessed. Amen. Wow. Oh, why don't you give the Lord a shout? Amen. The wisdom of a sheep. We all have to go and listen to that message again. Amen. We have another testimony. Do you love testimonies? Then help me welcome Nia Yikwe to give us his testimony. Please put your hands together for him. Hallelujah. Uh, my name is Nia Yikwe Kojo from First Love UCC. And, and I'm an usher and a change planter by the grace of God. And my testimony is about how I was able to join the church by the advice that daddy actually preached about having a heart to honor our parents. I see, um, like most of us, I was a very unserious Christian, a very unserious Christian. And the main reason why I wasn't serious is because um, in actual sense, my dad was a Buddhist. So I used to, it got to a point, I became a Buddhist at a point, but then when I actually found Christ, I decided to like break away and become a Christian, and this really displeased my father. So because of that, I was, it got to a point I actually wanted to rebel because I felt like the faith that I found is greater than what he's actually um, practicing. So it actually got to a point that I wanted to rebel. But then I remember that Bishop actually preached about the wisdom series when he said that we should honor our parents and we should always listen to your advice no matter what. And it's like, as I took that advice and I began to actually honor and just listen to the advice of my father indirectly it's like he's just become okay with me being a christian it's like he's not happy though but like it's like it's better than before so in a way i just want to thank daddy for preaching such a powerful message on honoring our parents and i believe that me honoring my father has been a great blessing to me and because of that i can say and boldly say that if I become a Christian or even become in, in the ministry, it won't really affect him in that much because he actually knows I have a desire for it. And because of the honor shown to him, he actually respects my decision. So I want to thank you, Daddy, for your time. And thank you very much. Amen. We have been blessed by the testimonies. You want to hear more testimonies? Give it up for Deray to give us his testimony. Hello everyone. My name is Deering. I'm a dancing star and a church planter by the grace of God. Uh, my testimony is about when I went home to Nigeria last year, summer. Uh, before I went home to Nigeria, before I came to Ghana. <laughs>
yourself? Okay. Before I, before I went home to Nigeria, I was not a serious Christian. Not I wasn't really, I was not a serious Christian. And by the grace of God, my parents sent me to Ghana to come and school. And my first year in the university, I joined the First Love Church. And I joined the Dancing Stars. And I met my pastor, Pastor Ifi, who actually pastored me, brought me to First Love. And my shepherd, to the one that actually brought me to church, Elder Isaac Quarantin. And whilst I, whilst I was in the First Love Church, I listened to the messages and how Bishop was saying that we should change towards our parents. And we should actually become people who can preach and teach. Amen. So when I went home, my mom was actually sup- <laughs> Amen. When I went home, uh, I got home on a Saturday. And the next Sunday, the next day was Saturday. So I was the only person in my family that went to church. So when I went to church and I came back, my mom asked me if something was wrong with me. She asked me if something was wrong with me because I was actually wearing a suit and a tie. I just copied there and I went to church. So when I went and I came back, she asked me if, something was, if I was sick that I had to wear a suit to church. And I said no, that since I went to Ghana and I've been going to church, then I, I normally wear suits. Like, suit is my normal dress on a Sunday. Like, suit is my normal dress on a Sunday. Then she was like, no problem. Then the next day she called me. Then she didn't ask. She, the question she went straight to ask, to, to ask me was, "What church are you going to?" Then I said, "I'm going to Lighthouse Chapel International." I said, "Wow, that what church is that? That what kind of church is it? How are they?" Because in my family we are mostly Catholics. So, so I said, "What kind of church is that? How are they?" So have you changed the way you behave? And, and I said that you you are seeing me, so <laughs> you, you are meant to access. Yeah, so um, I remember my pastor, Pastor Ife, he, he before I went home, he told me that I should find an opportunity to preach at home and share the word of God. So normally we have house fellowships in the house. So normally when my mom will ask that, who is going to share today? Then I'll, everybody in the house will say no. I'll be the first person to say no because I don't like such things. Me and the Bible were not friends. Me and prayer were not friends. Like, when you see church, you don't see me. Amen. <laughs> so, after, when the time came for the fellowship, then I began to share. So, whilst I was in the meeting, every other person was sitting there. I was the only person standing up. Then, my dad was like, sit down and share what you want to share. And I said, I don't feel comfortable sitting down to share. And I said, I don't feel comfortable sitting down to share. And my dad was like, okay, if you feel like you want to stand up, stand up. No problem. As far as the word of God will listen. Then the place was noisy. And I can recall that after I finished preaching, the whole place was quiet. Then the whole place was quiet for some 10 seconds. Then one of the elders that were sitting there, because it was mostly elderly people, it was just, just few young people that were there. So one of the elders stood up and he said that, that, where, that, that, that the place I'm coming from 
that the church that I'm coming from, that if someone such as, as, as young as myself can preach a message such as this, that old people can keep quiet. He was saying that, he said that if, if, if someone as, as young as myself can preach such a message and old people can keep quiet and even argue amongst themselves about the message that has just been preached, that where I'm coming from, there is hope for young people. And he said that there is hope for young people and that I should keep it up that if, if, that, that if they had young people so, like, like that in Nigeria, that the whole area would just change. And I really appreciated the message. So I want to, I want to thank Daddy for the messages he has been preaching about fathers. And even, and even my father, right now, even when he wants to ask me about how my older brother is doing, he will call me and ask him, how is your brother doing? He won't call my brother. He'll ask me that. How are we doing in Ghana? Are we surviving? He won't call my brother as he will call me that. Are we surviving? Do we need anything? So it's like, so I became a darling boy. And, and I, want to thank, I want to thank Daddy for all the messages and all the blessings and all the prayers. Thank you, Daddy. Wow. Hallelujah. We have a powerful ministration. Amen. I want us to welcome Aira. Oh, please put your hands together for her.
Hallelujah. Amen. Have you been prepared for the word? Well, I'm glad to announce you that it's time for the word. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, every week our Father is blessing us with powerful words. And I believe today another powerful word. Put your hands together. Let's welcome Bishop Dagger with me. The Lord has given for you and me so we can see. Oh, I see the light the Lord has given. Oh, I see the light. Oh, I see the light the Lord has given for you and me so we can see. Hallelujah. Let us pray, Father. Thank you. Everybody just pray for a moment. Ask God to speak to you this in this service. Thanks, Holy Spirit. We love you. We praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for speaking to us. Ask God to speak to you today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome your illumination and your guidance in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. The doors. Turn off the air conditioners and just open the doors. Just open the doors, please. Now, the air conditioners here are like some missionaries. They can, yeah. And that's why we send people out on the mission field. Some only work in the cool weather. But they cannot work in the hot weather. Yeah. The weather is hot, it won't work. And if it's cool, it seems that it's working. It seems that it's working because the weather is cool. But not that it's really working. So if we change your circumstance, then we start to see new things. Yes. That is why sometimes you have to go out on the field, if for nothing at all, to be humble. And come back and know that it's by grace. That when you see a church working, it's not a small thing.
All right? Great. Wisdom 13. Wisdom 13. You were expecting wisdom 12. It doesn't go that way. You don't think so. Verse 1. Proverbs 13. Verse 1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction. But a scorner heareth not rebuke. Once again, your father becomes important. Amen? Amen. Try hard to be a person who listens to the instructions of fathers in your life. Everybody has a number of fathers. You don't have only one father. That's why the Bible says don't call anybody father because God is a father. So no human being is good enough to be a father. Nobody is good enough. Like if if you take my fathering, it will just be a percentage of what I'm supposed to really do or be as a father, both biologically and spiritually. Yeah. So God gives people to us who act as fathers. So whoever they are, some people have two people, some have mostly one, some have three, four, but all in all, God provides the job of fathering through some people. So the Bible says, though you don't have many fathers, it means that though you have only one father, you have many fathers. You may have 10,000 instructors, but the people who are like fathers to you, they are few people. It will not be many. Otherwise, because the father is different from a teacher. The father is not somebody just teaching, teaching, teaching. No, a father is more than that. All right? A father causes you to exist. So he caused your existence in the first place. He wouldn't exist if he had not been there. That's the main thing of a father. So he may cause you to exist as a Christian, as a human being, as a minister, Hallelujah. as even you, maybe even in business. You can, he, he may be the person who brought you into business or even in politics or whatever or anything you become. Is he causes you to be there. So such people you must know how to recognize. So this one is a father to me. It's important to recognize when somebody is not just a friend or not just a pastor or not just a colleague or not just a teacher, but it's also a father. When a person is a father, then he joins a special category in your life. And then you must be careful when the person speaks because he is anointed. You see, if you take, I mean, when I talk about this, my mind just goes back Instantly, I'm in Niku. Do you know Niku? Neonatal Intensive Care Unit in Kolebu, where the babies are born and then they are taken there when they have a problem. 
It's not problem, it's not problem. It's problem. Let's correct it. It's not problem. Say it's not problem. It's not problem. It's problem. Say problem. Not problem. Not problem. Problem. Okay, don't forget that. Okay. The English weren't good at the time. Will you get it right? Okay. It's not problem. It's not problem. It's problem. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh. Will you remember that? Okay, so immediately my mind goes to neonatal intensive care unit. Where well, one day I went and there were little children, babies born, and then the mothers come to feed them, to give them the breast. But one of the babies, they point out this one's mother is dead. So like the different mothers would, um, you know, express a little, I don't know, they were shy, I don't know how they were trying to look after the baby. You get it? Now, what it is is that all the breasts are dry. But when you are given a child, your breast starts to have milk. And even when the child goes away, your breast dries up. Yeah. If you squeeze out of each breast, there's nothing. There's nothing at all. There's not supposed to be any. If there's something, there's something wrong with you. Yes, there's a pra- there's a what? A pra- problem or problem or problem? Problem. What what is there? There is a what? There is an oh. There's not supposed to be anything. Nothing. Neither milk, nor blood, nor whatever. So so what I'm saying is that. When a person is given to you to give birth to you, you have a supernatural ability to provide for the person. Yes, food. Do you see? That's, 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 that's a mother. Because you were given the grace to give birth to the child, you are given the grace to feed so if I cause you to be in the ministry, I will be given the supernatural food for you. Do you understand? So that is, that is what a, a father or a mother is spiritually. That is why the best teaching for you, which is the best milk for you, is the mother's milk. That's why for us doctors, it's quite a tragedy for the mother not to be around because a lot of the immunity and a lot of the things that come in the breast milk affect the child and are important for the child. So when the child doesn't get that, it affects the child and it affects other things in the child in the in future. Do you see? So, the and look, when somebody is blessed with the breast, you know, a child, you, you, you find it difficult to believe, doesn't need meat, eggs, 
even water even water nothing you are even told not to give anything only the milk from the breast it's amazing everything is in that one amazing so that is that is why a father's instruction is like some milk which has everything in it so when you when you set it aside it's almost like you don't like yourself yes you don't like yourself even when the father is not a believer or is not whatever you have to know how to like our brother was giving a testimony you have to know how to handle him and be careful because he is your father even if he's in prison and you're going to visit him in prison he's telling you what to do you have to be careful he says a wise son heareth his father's instruction okay and if you are in a situation where your mother suffering your mother is suffering do you see? Because a father has different roles. So he has the role of a husband if he's married to your mother or a father to you. So they are different. So he may not be a, a good husband, but he's still your father. And he may not be a good businessman, he's still your father. He may not be a good teacher in the school. All the teachers you laugh at in your school, they are somebody's father. The teachers you make fun of and give nicknames to, they are somebody's father. We used to have a geography teacher called Labrador. Is he, is he still around? I don't know. Yeah. He's somebody's father. So, hear the father's instruction. Once you are rebellious, an evil spirit is in you. Even the Bible says, if a man gives birth to a rebellious son and a stubborn son, at a point they should take the son outside and stone him. It's in the Bible. Yeah. It's a very bad thing to have a rebellious and a stubborn child. Yeah. You know the person will not do well. Wow. So, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, very important for you to believe what I'm saying. And you can see that you start to do well. You know? And even me, my, my small life, in my small world, if I take uh, pastors who are my children, they became pastors because I encouraged them to be and appointed them. The ones who follow what I'm saying, I even know that they are following what I'm saying and they do well in a certain way. So a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. All right? So watch out. For people who laugh, you laugh at people. Scorn, mock. You mock fathers or you mock at rebukes. Yes. You got to be a bit careful. 
in your laughter. You know, one, 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 one of the things, or somebody was saying something, I told the person, me, I don't laugh at people. My wife laughs at people, but her laughter is light-hearted. <laughs> and Bishop Saki too, the two of them. Her laughter is, 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 is actually relaxing. Yes, it's relaxing. But I'm talking about people who mock at others and people. You know, secondary school mockery. <laughs> when somebody makes a mistake. Yeah. I can see... It's not easy. <laughs> people, you know, people mocked at my preaching, even my way of preaching. Yes. People mock at my way of preaching. True. People mock at my way of preaching. So one person says, is it preaching? He's just talking. He's chatting. People mock at the preaching on loyalty. Yes. They mocked at it. It's like, no, not, it's not a powerful message. And I remember one pastor, he wrote and he said, the teaching that you brought was mocked at. And you were mocked at. And now, it is becoming the main thing that has to be taught. And then in addition to that, God has given you the power ministry that people thought they had power ministry. Yes. Who has power, ministry, evangelism, and miracles as you have? He wrote to me. But we mocked it thinking that we had power. And rather, now you have the stable churches. And in addition to that, the power, whatever. They, they don't even have, they can't even step out to go and do a crusade. Where you even see signs and wonders. So you got to watch out. You know, the Bible says that a scorner, you know, somebody who scorns, you know, when, anytime you hear, even when, when we are around and somebody makes a mistake and you laugh, it, it reveals something about you. Yes. That's why I said, me, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like, I don't want to laugh at somebody. I always tell Bishop Saki and my wife. Yes. <laughs> Scorning is, 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 is one of the dangerous things because it forms an iron curtain between you and wisdom. Wow. Yes. An iron curtain forms between you and wisdom. Yes. 
And I've learned to turn away from people who laugh at me. If you laugh at me, no, that's it. That's your last day. Anybody who looks at me with a scornful eye and I detect it, it's difficult for me ever till I die to ever have much to do with you. Yes. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Psalm 1 verse 1. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Like it's mentioning three groups. That it is a blessing not to be near them. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, ungodly people. To be not near them. You see when he says, walketh not, standeth not, nor sitteth. When you walk with somebody, you, you stand with somebody or you walk with somebody, it's like you are in association with the person. Whether standing, walking, or sitting. Mm-hmm. So he says, blessed is the man who doesn't walk with this or stand with this or sit with this. It's all like poem, but he's saying that you are close to the person. Who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners. So people who do bad things, sinful things, you are blessed when you are not close to them. But there's an interesting group here which you wonder what it is because it doesn't seem to be really bad. You see, it doesn't seem to be really bad. It's blessed is he that does not sit in the seat of the scornful. Scornful. Watch out for people who are sort of like they are, they sort of despise, they sort of like mock at things. That's the scornful. Yes. Uh, it's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. To scoff at, to show yourself to be a mocker, to scoff at it. Yeah. When I, when I teach about, about debts, Indebtedness is a social disease. It's a disease of it's a disease of poverty, and it's a disease of 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 it's a disease that that has affected most of the people who claim they want to be prosperous. Yes, and you see people scoff to scoff. You say, "But what do you know about business?" What do you know about this? What do you know about that? I heard Bishop Oedipo speaking about this. And he said, when he speaks about, you see, businessmen, some people say that, what does he know about business? Yeah. He has built two universities. Two universities. I, I think it's the number one in Nigeria now. And whatever. Yeah. Number one and number seven. So, yeah. Without debt. He was mentioning that his salary that he pays $1 million every month. More than a million dollars a month. Salaries. I mean that he pays for his things. Yes. And you see people mocking. It's like you scoff. You rather mock at things. You don't you have not. Even the government. Look at the government. I mean you just wonder. And, and, and you see that the wisdom that people have. The only wisdom they have. What I mean by wisdom is way of thinking how something should be done. 
the way of thinking how something should be done is to get borrow money from somewhere. This is the only wisdom they have. Because people are not practical. And when you suggest they will burst out laughing. Look, look, in private I will tell you event after event where people burst out scoffing. From my first project at Collegono, I remember the first day somebody burst out in a fan of mocking laughter at a suggestion that I made, which I still implemented. I can mention and mention and mention this day. What do you know about this? What do you know about that? What do I know? What do I know? Look at a country. And it's not not about this party or this party. Anybody who is trying to come for next year, they have the same mind that when we come, we get an IFC loan from this Exim Bank, a loan from Hong Kong, loan from... That is the only idea they have. (laughs) Euro bond, this bond, that whatever, float shares... Uh, uh, what is it called? Treasury. This is the only wisdom they have. When you bring a suggestion, they mock, they laugh. I've been laughed at for years. I'm standing in the midst of what is working. What is working? Blessed, you, you, be, you just watch that. Blessed man that does not say ungodly. Sinners, and then the word you must watch out for is scornful, like people who mock. You see something, you mock. What do you have? If I want to build a road, yesterday I went to Kibi. From a, a, a country. There is a country. We are in a country. Say country. Yes. And there are people who are leading us. Next year is 60 years. And, and it's not about any group. But we have had all types of groups leading us. So wherever we are, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cumulative effect of our wisdom. Whatever our wisdom is. When you get to in Sawam, you have to go and join the oncoming cars on the other lane. 60 years. And the road is there. Sand. They cannot do it. When I bring a suggestion that only the toll, only, only the toll, no other money, the toll that you collect from here, we will cast concrete. No, no asphalt, no foreign anything, just asphalt, concrete from here to watch out they have nothing we are led by the lowest grade of leaders the low, you can't get a lower level of leadership than we have there's nothing less because it, there's nothing less in the whole world because it, there is nothing poorer and lower. Go to Kibi and see. 
they are still in the dark. How? I don't I don't think so far. I don't think far. I don't think so far. I don't think so far. Don't think so far. The only wisdom you have is to like not one group or all of them are the same. The only way is like this bank will bring this man, this foolish white man. The white man is not a fool. He's he's so intelligent. At you and say, yes, and that is why you see an exit from the curse anytime you have a very practical person because a person who is under a curse is a person who thinks that he is big but he's actually nothing. <laughs> so, like, you come, you come into power, so I have to buy a big car and drive. But you are, it's, it's, it's like to think you are high. Actually, you should, the last thing you should buy is even a car. You should take taxi even. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I'm not talking about stealing. No, no. Just that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how we think. But I'm saying that people scoff at wisdom. Yes. Scoff. So from today, don't scoff. Don't scoff. Yes. Don't scoff. Because as we are standing here by God's grace, we don't know. We're not, it's an old church. This is an old. Years ago, we, that's from here. Long time. We are, we, are, we are almost completing three of these ones. Different, we are all at different places. <laughs> Exit from the curse from today by not scoffing. Don't, don't, mock, don't mock at white people. Don't mock at anybody. Learn to just quietly let me learn something. Let me learn something. Let me learn something. Let me learn something. Scoffers, they don't do well. They don't do well. You see somebody eating kelewile. An important man will buy kelewile whilst he's with you. Then you make a joke to someone. Hey, he likes plantain. What I'm saying is that you could have learned something. You could have learned something wonderful. One day I went to visit a rich man and I saw the food that he was eating. 
the food that he was eating, I, 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 don't, I don't like that food. I don't like that food. I, but I saw what he was eating. Then I said to myself, this is the reason why this man is not sick. Yes. And I took note, I said that the man is well because he, these are what he eats. And even when he became a millionaire, he, has, he doesn't eat. I, I could mention so many things that are commonly eaten, but he doesn't eat such things. No, no. I said, this is why, rather, this is why the man is rich. So when somebody has stopped by the roadside to buy Kelewele with you, it's a privilege for you to see that the person is buying Kelewele. We should have said to yourself that this man who could have bought whatever, this is rather what he's buying. Instead of pizza or this or whatever, I don't know. But our minds don't work well when our minds are full of scoffing. Uh, you, you were in China. You, you were in China. I'm sure there were times that you were in China. You, 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 you laugh at the people. Uh, tell me the truth. Uh, microphone. Hello? Hello? Yes, Bishop. Yeah. There were a lot of times that I used to laugh at them. For example, there were times when they used to take um, how they ate food. You see, Chinese live, live for long, just like the Japanese. There's a way they eat. They put the food. They don't serve like how we serve. You have rice, put the stew on top and everything. It's a lot. They have the food that is served. They separate everything over there. It was very funny to me because... Coming from where I know, yeah. I knew. You are the bushman, but yes, you don't know. You are the bushman. Yes, continue, finish, finish. Yes, that one too. And what also, else were you laughing at about them? <laughs> I was also laughing at the fact that they they were rich men, like very, they were very prosperous, but they preferred to take public transport all the time. And you would see them; they would not dress. Their dressing was unassuming. Usually, if you want to know if a Chinese man is rich, you will see him, he has lined a small bag beside him, and then he's just wearing slippers, and he's wearing a shirt and shorts, and he's moving around. And you were laughing at it? Yes, it was very funny. What else were you laughing? At least three things. (laughs) And also, um, actually, not really laughter, but they are working. That was one thing that I found very funny. Like, they would work... They would work a lot. And I could see that that also contributed to their long life. Because working, when it came to working, there was nothing else. You see, Ghanaians, how we have WhatsApp and we are working and you can be what's There's nothing like WhatsApp in there. When it's work, Monday to Saturday, sometimes Sunday, it's all work. I found it very, very unassuming. And also their tea. Tea. Also too as well. Tea. You laugh at their tea. I was very... <laughs> sure, because the tea, when you see the tea, there's, there are leaves inside and it's just... There's no milk, no nothing. No, there's no, no sugar. milk, no sugar, no milk. They're just leaves. Leaves. You see a Chinese man always carrying a flask and the um, color. Usually, you could, you could see into it. Then you see um, like sunflower leaves. You will see very, very funny leaves. And it was very funny. And it's funny to and you. And they will put water inside. And you are the bushman. Scorner. Scoffing. No, I know. I've never asked him, but I know. It's, it's like an automatic response. 
of a person who is in darkness when he sees somebody who is in a brighter light it's like almost like you are embarrassed so you have to laugh yes it's, 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 look, it's something I've seen over and over and over and over and over and over. Person, why do you drive this car? Why do you stay here? There are people ask, why do you stay here? Why do you drive this car? Why do you do this? Why do they mock? But they are all indebted. And I am not. <laughs> I don't owe even one CD. And I don't have any payment at the end of the month. My pastor was in China last week. I think he's still there. He sent a message to my wife. He said, I am at a train station at a small town. And he said, the train station is like an airport. It's like an airport. Yes. Is it true? Yellow. Bishop, it's very true. Um, we have the main airport in Guangzhou. That's called the Canton Airport. Everybody comes there. Kotoka is not even close to it. It's Okay, let me leave Kotoka out. When you come to the train stations, um, people don't know this, but copying is what the Chinese do. So they have advanced on what the Germans did with the fastest train. So they have an even faster train. So when you, when they, when you enter a train stop, you can have a village. A village, let me mention one of the, I mean, you, you would notice that there's a stop. It stops on time. If they say it's 4.15, that's going to stop. It stops. And then when you finally get out, I mean, they might be dirty on their own, but you have cleaners all the time. And there's a toilet. And, and it's like an airport. It's, it's, there are screens showing you the times that, and you, you, you don't even know that you're in a village because there are screens there telling you that this yeah. is the next train That's coming. It. When you suggest to people this is the way, they'll just, it's, it's instant. Look, I've been leading, I was a pastor in this same church, I was 25 years old, up till to now. This has been my constant, even my own leaders, my own bishops, my own different people. I noticed the instant reaction is almost resistance. Most of the buildings you see, I have forced to force them to be built. It is not that the people naturally wanted to build them. <laughs> it's fantastic. But you see, it's the case of Ham. A Ham is a servant of, is the lowest of the low. So when an idea comes which is higher, going higher. There's an instant reaction against it. That's why I've had to use certain people to work through. Otherwise, I will never get anything done. Scoffing. Watch out for people who mock. And the instant reaction. Ah, this is why people... They are, one time I had a, a, a person for foreign. The person was working with us for a little while. I, I called for me and I said, nobody should speak in Chi or Ga or Hausa or any language in the office about the person. Because it's natural. You say, hey, look at the person. Look at here. This is like this. And then you speak, speak gradually. Under uh, 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 tone, they'll be speaking about the person. It's like, you are almost like you're embarrassed. And the person came to do wonders and magic in the office. 
people who were trained, six of them trained in what they said they were trained. One girl, she did all that, what, what they have not done for five years. She did all and organized and did it excellently and totally made them look like idiots. But it's almost like you are embarrassed, so you start to say some negative things, talk about all these people. You see, I've, I've been half cast. I've heard people talking about me for years from school. So you see people mocking, but you don't know that blessed is, is a blessing. Not, not even to say how much more to be one. Some pastors left the church, this church. When they left, they were mocking me. They're laughing at the church. Well, they left, they took our members, congregation, everything, they went. Then, at a point, one of them would take my tape, my messages, and play me preaching about loyalty or whatever. And when I preach, then they would come around it and laugh. Look at what he's saying. Look, look at what he said. He says that uh, orangus are this and this. He said, yes. Not long after, the, a fire burnt he, his family, his wife, his children, all of them were burnt to death. Yes. They were, they were burnt because you, you have to be careful when you are mocking Elisha. Yes. You are playing my tape and, and making fun. He said, "Look, at what he says that loyalty, this and that. He said loyalty does not uh, does not withhold information." <laughs> Look at you. They were they were bent to death. Be careful. Those of us who reflect, I'm teaching you something. So if God bless you one day, you go to Europe, you go to England, you go to South Africa, you go to anywhere where there's something a little different. Just humble yourself. If somebody is eating something different from what you eat, humble yourself. Look, maybe eh, you'll be surprised that that is a key to living long. That they are, about, they are doing in front of you. Eh? You are full of scoffing. So when it happens, you say, oh, this one is not Akbalan. This one is not Banku. This one is not Tilapia. This one is not uh, Pepe. This one is not what? How many agree that it's a reflex? You have that reflex. You reflexly start to talk and speak in a way. Verse 2. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. But the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. So, verse 2 says, a man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. Amazing. The fruit of your mouth is not the food of your mouth. It's the fruit. What comes out of your mouth? And what comes out of your mouth are your words. Most of us don't know how to talk. If you speak to me and you say, the problem is, immediately I know that you are from a certain type of school. The problem. When you say, the problem. 
is this. I immediately know you are a certain type of whatever. So you are, you are left out of a certain category. The fruit of your lips. Wow. Yeah, so when, I, when I'm standing and I'm teaching you, it's not problem, it's not problem. You may scoff, you see? And the scoffing already puts you in the wrong group. Because I'm, 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 instead of just focusing on the preaching and going through scriptures, I'm telling you something that your life depends on. And you see some people looking and what, 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 what is this preaching? Problem and problem. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. How you pronounce word. When, when you, as soon as you speak and you say, most at times, I usually find myself going here. As soon as you say most at times, immediately, look, there are certain jobs you will never get because most at times, they don't take people like that. Most at times, they don't take people who speak like that. So if I'm teaching you, don't say most at times, say most of the time. The fruit of your mouth. The fruit of your mouth. The fruit of your mouth. You shall eat good. Every beauty queen knows this. You may have whatever style of whatever this the moment you open your mouth your values drop like that true or not true i'm the northern regional uh, uh, beauty queen i'm the water regional beauty i'm the eastern region beauty queen i'm this regional beauty greater regional beauty the moment you open your mouth and you say most at times those of us who are our problem, the problems in Ghana, I'm trying to solve the problems in Ghana. And you want to ask a question. You want to ask a question. I'll also ask, ask a question. Ask. Ask or ask. A man shall eat good by the fruit of the mouth of the person. The fruit of the mouth. Most singers who cannot sing as well as Ida or Era or such people is only the pronunciation of English words. But the, the tone and the pitch and ability to say, ooh, ooh, but you see that when it gets to a certain point, it, it changes. They say, Juelo na holy, Juelo na word. It's not Juelo, it's you alone. You is different from you. You is different from you. Most of times, that's the problem. Most of times, that's the problem. By the fruit of your mouth. People fall in love with you when you speak. 
Yes. You speak nicely. Sometimes you see people getting married. Some of you have been here in the, this chapel and other chapels. You see the bride coming, you say, oh, why? <laughs> you don't think so far. But the, when she spoke, when she spoke, she won the heart. Yes. Her nose may be very long, very flat, very this, very whatever. She spoke. And when there is no... You want to change my mind? Hello? All right. When there is no fruit, like there's no fruit of the mouth. Whoa. One, two, one, two. Okay. When there's no fruit, you you don't have any good. There's nothing. You are silent. You are silent. My son was telling when he was working in the secular world, they told him, whenever there's a meeting, make your mark. There's a meeting, make a mark. Say something. Yes, make your mark at every meeting. Don't just be quiet. So no fruit from your mouth no good. No good. No good. No good. One day I went somewhere and uh, I met a group of pastors in one of the regions in Ghana whose name starts, the, the, the region name starts with one of the letters in the alphabet. <laughs> when they finished, Speaking, I let different of them speak. I said to them, you people, you don't listen to messages. You don't read books. You don't, I know all of you as you are looking at me, whatever. Because by just having an interaction with them for five minutes, by the fruit of their mouth, I know where they stand. Yes, I know where they stand. You can know by what people say, what they don't say. Yeah. You see, not everything in our culture is good. Not everything in our culture. Is, in our culture, it's like, oh, when you see your father, you don't talk. When you see whatever, you keep quiet. You don't. That's what even children are seen and not heard. That is what keeps you away. Yes. Me, I fear people. In fact, I don't trust them. People don't talk. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I mean, no matter what, I don't trust you. Yes. True. I wouldn't advise you to trust people who don't talk. Even when somebody talks too much, it's better. You can tell him to keep quiet, but those who don't talk. Now, can I ask you a question? It says, you shall eat good by the fruit of your... So learn to have fruit of your mouth. As you are sitting there at a meeting, you've made yourself... We are humble. We are humble. So we are whatever. <laughs> you are not getting any good. Yes. One day, one of our pastors, he was at a meeting at the bank. And um, he, he stood up and made a contribution. He gave this testimony. He said, after, the manager asked, who was the guy who spoke? 
And he told the manager, this was in Kumasi, he told the manager, the manager told whatever, buy a car for this guy. He just, he just stood up and made the contribution of them in Kumasi. Yeah. A man eats good by the fruit of his mouth. So those of you who made yourself, you don't cry. Because if you are experienced, you know that people who don't talk, there are things in their heads. Usually negative things. Most of the times, it's negative things. That's the problem. It's a problem for you. He that keepeth his mouth, keepeth his life. Watch out for quiet people. Snakes don't talk. Snakes, they don't speak. Never hear. Cats, you hear meow, so there's a cat. Cows, you hear moo. Dogs, you hear whoa, whoa, whoa. But serpents are silent. So a person takes on serpentine features when he becomes a silent person in your life. Yes. Recently, we, we were selecting some people to be uh, leaders in certain things, and some of the bishops submitted some names. When they submitted, I all the list. I said, I don't know these people, I don't know these people. Out. Formally, I will never delete you because I don't know you. But now I've learned that I don't know you because you are some way. <laughs> because you are silent. Yes. And it's serpentine features. Trust me, you see, what I'm sharing with you, I'm not sharing for me. I don't need you to talk. Too many people are even talking to me. I'm sharing it for your prosperity in this life. Have you, listen, have you ever seen a person who really prospers through a salary job? It's not, it's not common. There's a level of prosperity, it's not from salaries. It's from other things. It's like speaking. The fruit of your mouth. Yeah. A person gets up and speaks. Even a politician who speaks and is elected. It's the fruit of the mouth. Obama is the fruit of his mouth. It's not the law that he's practicing or whatever his wife is. So it's the fruit of the mouth. Or a preacher. The fruit of the mouth. The fruit of the mouth makes people invite me. Fruit of the mouth is like preaching. Yeah. So learn to speak and speak enough. Decide I will not be a black cobra lying there quietly. You will never be a cobra. Verse 4. The soul of the sluggard desireth and has nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Well, you see now, wisdom... We've talked about the importance of wisdom. How in his left hand is riches, in his right hand is long life. Now he's showing you how practically it happens. Yes. How does it practically happen? The stool of the diligent. Hard work. Hard work. And I will say that in the universities, you should know the course you did. And the course that you did, some of us, we didn't work as hard as we could have. That is why we, we did the course we are doing in the first place. True or not true? Yeah. But now that you are here, 
you have to turn yourself into a diligent worker. Yes. Even in the ministry, look, I get more, I have more than 30 doctors working. Medical doctors. You know that medicine is the highest in Ghana. It's sad that the way they treat doctors in Ghana. They are so poor, struggling. But the doctors had, when you do WASI, eight A's. WASI. And the A levels, you have to have A's, B's. You cannot come. They are the most hardworking. And when they come into the ministry, they become the most hardworking. Then you see that those who did social sciences, those who did all those courses, they are the most, we struggle with them to let them work. We struggle to make people do too well. It's amazing. So you see the diligence from academic work, academic performance, it comes into the ministry, into the way you follow the same behavior. So when you come to church and you are now hearing what God is teaching you, that look, diligent person, so shall be made fat. It's diligence that makes prosperity. I'm working from morning. What do you think you what I've been doing? <laughs> you have no idea. Working from morning to evening, morning to every day. Yesterday I was at somebody's somebody's funeral. From morning, early morning, I came from a camp, three days camp. In the night, early in the morning, I'm driving to where Eastern region, finish and come in the evening. Then early in the morning, another book. The soul of the diligence shall be made. It's not about resting. It's not about relaxing. Just receiving things. It's hard. Diligent means hard work. Continuous, persistent. It's not about resting and sleeping. You want to prosper. So please learn it all. And I was in medical school. I was in medical school. I've never failed before. Never been referred. Never repeated. Never. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. It hasn't happened. What I chose is what I got. I chose medicine, I got medicine. First year, second year, third year, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. No repeating, no refer, referral, no failure, even surprise exams. Even surprise exams I passed. The soul of the sluggard desire, but has nothing. No, I'm telling you. I would rather employ a lawyer to sell my books than to employ a sluggard to sell. Because to, to be a lawyer, you must have passed a lot. Of, especially to, 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 to uh, what do you call it? To pass the bar. It's not a small thing. They have just a few people that can do that. Yeah. You see the person's academic performance correlates with the person's performance in life. That's why they ask, what did you do? What did you do? This, that's why when you finish your degree, you realize that people are still not interested in you. Now you are going to find masters. This, this, this. Because they are experienced in taking people who come and sleep there. Non-performers. Non-performers. Sluggards. Desires. And they, have, they are full of desires. Why don't I have a car? I should have this one. I, I want to have this. I want to have this. I want to have that. This world is run by tired people. If you want to know, I'll tell you that. Oh, you don't like my message, you see? 
It's like women who can't cook who are lazy. They are the ones who like food. Look, a sluggard, a sluggard desireth. She desires. She ah, I really like this fish. You see them with, oh, I really like this banco. Oh, I really like this whatever. You see them picking the food and eating more. When you ask her, the person cook, Shelly. A sluggard desireth. But has nothing. If you go to the home of a sluggard, you will be hungry. Pray you are not a visitor in the house of a sluggard. One day Bishop Saki visited such a home and he started to develop ulcer from starvation. You know, when I used to visit the pastors, at the point I decided, you know, I decided to save myself. Visiting people. Yes. One day, one of my pastors was traveling. My wife saw him and said, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? He said, you'll be hungry. He told him, I've traveled with Bishop many times. So I'm secured. <laughs> I've secured myself from experience. Sometimes I'll be traveling. I'll tell brother, let us secure one or two elements. <laughs> because where we are going, when we get there at midnight, they will ask us that, should I defrost some fish for you? I should tell you that you should go and defrost fish. You should have known that you defrost the fish before I come there. At midnight, I should defrost fish. My answer is no, don't defrost the fish. When you say, are you hungry? So, oh, no, we are not hungry. The soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Fat. I, if, I, if I have the chance, maybe I'll do that at the next uh, first lap camp. I'll show you. Listen, I'll show you. Remind me, somebody remind me. How America was built. That's when you see that Americans, and they are some of the most hard-working people. Yes, how they built what they have. That's why they also don't take it that you want to just come and then export whatever, you know, what is here. You just criticize, but you, you scoff. But you don't know how it is done. Yes. They built a canal called the Erie Canal. It's as far from like the sea, Accra coast, Jamestown to Kintampo by hand. They dug a canal by hand from about from here to Kintampo by hand through rocks. They just organized everybody. It's one of the world heritage sites. And transportation dropped, cost of transportation dropped by 95% because suddenly they could pull, they just walk on the side and they pull all the goods from the interior and they pulled it all the way to New York. And New York suddenly became rich because of all the things were coming there. And that's when the word millionaire was invented in New York. It was not an English word. It was a word that came because of the many people who became prosperous just by that canal. And they dig dug it by hand without engineers. When you stand and you say, oh, let's cast concrete, let's do this. They will laugh. 
in, go to your country. In your country, do they, do they behave like God or Brony? This and that. You just walk. Yesterday, I went to a, I passed through a hotel to drop some people. Now the watchman comes. Hey, Obroni. Hey, Obroni. What up? And I said, Look at that. Look at that. This is a, a watchman. A security man. Red hair. What are you? That's it. And Obroni is it's not said that it's not that maybe Obroni means red or I don't know what, but it's not it's said in a it's said in a derogatory way. Yeah, if you are looking for the English word, that's the one you are looking for. Derogatory. Yeah, I've I've experienced it all my life. As I keep soaring higher and leaving them down as they are scoffing. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Okay? So lying. Decide lies are going out of your life. Whatever is a lie about you dies today. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but wickedness overthroweth the sinner. Now, you hear the word wickedness. Wickedness. You think that it applies to Hitler. You see, but it applies to us here. (laughs) Some of us, secondary school revealed our wickedness. True. Wickedness. And this is the reason why people don't want to work sometimes under somebody because they feel that the person is wicked. But wickedness overthrows you. Ghana today, we don't have love, you know, even for prisoners. Have you fixed the things at the place? We are finishing. Yeah. Have you seen the prisoners in Ghana? We, we are saying the white man came. The white man came to take our people as rapes from here to America. The same castles that they, uh, they captured the people, Asha fought, and they are still using them as prisons today. A prison that is meant for how many people? Yeah. The how many people are there? There are 3,500. It's meant for 700 people. And there are 3,000 in Sawan prison. 3,500 people there. It was meant for 700. Yes. Can you imagine the condition? They showed it on television. I don't know if you saw. They were sweating. Packed together. We are, you see, the wickedness you see that you would like to be captured by a white man rather than a black man. <laughs> if somebody is coming to catch me, let the white man catch me than my fellow black man. Wickedness overthroweth a sinner. How many met a wicked person in school? Or you are the wicked person? Is there anybody here who was wicked? 
You were wicked. One day, one of our church members came to church and he met one of the seniors. He saw one of the seniors and he panicked. Just at the Kodesh. He, he, he became frightened. Yes, he became frightened when he saw the person there. Such a person cannot do well. It overthrows you, but you do not know how. Where is Idi Amin? Where are Mobutus? Where are all these wicked people that have been all over the world killing people, brutalizing with stories? Where are they today? Where does wickedness get? It overthrows you. Doesn't lead to anything. Be kind rather than to be wicked. Small power. When you get small power, you should see the wickedness. Verse 7. There is he that maketh himself rich, yet has nothing. And there is that maketh himself poor, yet has great riches. Somebody who makes himself rich, but he has nothing. When we come into political power, the next day, land cruiser, if you are selling land cruisers, Nissan patrols, and what have you, you are, it's your, your cocoa season has come. Because people are coming to make themselves rich, although they have nothing, and we have nothing. And there is that makes himself poor, but he has everything. Go to Switzerland and see. That's why somebody wrote a book called The Millionaire Next Door. Yes. Real millionaire. You never know that he's a millionaire. Yeah. So I want to say this because some of you are going to enjoy great prosperity. When prosperity starts to come into your life, there's no need to come and show yourself as a rich person. Take your time. Take your time. Slowly, don't show off. Don't make yourself like a rich because you are nothing. You've just begun. Yeah, there's nothing to change. I have to change my shirt. I have to change my shoes. I have to change my this. I have to change my car. I have to change. You don't have to change anything. You have to develop. Yes. Amen. There is he that makes himself poor. Yet, he has great riches. One day I was staying in my house and I met a friend and I told him that in my house there is no louvers. And I told him that the floor of my house is sand because I don't have money and I'm gradually developing. He looked at me in horror. <laughs> why? The question was, why? And I remember the horror on his face. Because there is one that makes himself poor, but he has great riches. And there are those that have nothing. They make themselves look rich. There's nothing. It's just empty. Show me your house. Show me your house first. Before you show yourself as a rich person. Oh. When you are really rich, eh, the things that you do 
It's not a problem at all. Sometimes you see African countries, they'll be facing them for buying jets. Private jets. You see, private jets. But you see, what we are trying to say is that we are not against all these things. But when you are really there, when you are really there, look, it's so easy. The president of America, he uses a 747. Two of them. They used to. Air Force One, Air Force Two. Then the vice president uses what? He also has his own. Yes. And they have the, they have the escorting jets. And, and when they come, they come with 1,400 people. It's such a problem. This private jet is so small compared to this plane. Can you imagine the fuel that it uses? I watched a documentary of how when they came to Ghana, they were saying the cost of the operation and the things they had to do because they were coming to a place of darkness. It's not what they say, it's what I watch. When you prosper, a car is nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Shoe, shirt, hair. It's, it's, I mean, you don't even, it doesn't register on your radar. It doesn't register. There's no need to show something. To who? When Benihin came, I used a pickup to go and pick him from there. I said, there's no, I said, I'm the one driving. Sit here. He said, sit down. And we pick him. I said, I, I drove him myself. I said, oh, this is my car. Sit down. I came to pick you. <laughs> you think I don't have cars? I have convoys, convoys when I'm going places. It's nothing. There's no need to show. Oh, you are teaching us. Look, there is a man, and that is the story of Africa. There is a, he has nothing, but he makes himself that Africa. Go to Togo, go to Benin, go to Mali, go everywhere. Hey, the, by the way, if you want a posh presidential palace, go to Mali. Yes, it's the nicest I've, I've ever been to. Yes. Mali. The poorest, one of the, I mean, like, they export Willy. That is their export, Willy. Were you with me? I was there. You, you saw it? I saw it. A lot of Willie. And when I saw it, oh, what type of mountain is this? Was when I got closer. When I got closer, I saw black leather, edible leather. <laughs> did you, were, you, were you at the palace? Yes, I was, oh yes, I was at the palace. How did you find the palace? I mean, exquisitely on it. The, I mean, the, the chandeliers that were hanging over our heads. Yes. One of them, I'm sure, can, can buy a car. Beautiful. Yeah. The, the arrangements, the oh, chairs. Oh, were you there? Smiley, you were there? Yes. You remember? I remember. <laughs> Gold laden crafting, crafted furniture. 
and then the upholstery you could tell that maybe it was Persian silk or some oh yeah Persian silk upholstery the interior decor yeah the, and then I remember there were two separate chambers there was one yeah there were two separate yeah different themes this one was like I mean in the entrance and then the courtyard and the pillars they were like ancient Roman pillars yeah oh yeah and his office and then the first lady's office and then there were staircases the gardens yeah Uh, no there's no water (laughs) fantastic there is that maketh himself rich and yet has nothing That will not be your story. How many are receiving wisdom for your life? The ransom of a man's life are his riches, but the poor beareth not, heareth not rebuke. Hey, the poor heareth not rebuke. The poor man, rather, is the one who doesn't hear rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Now, the next verse is one of the most important by, for marriage. It says, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Alright? Only by pride cometh contention or quarrels. So, anytime you are having contention, quarrels, you are with somebody who is proud. Or two proud people have met. Do you understand? So quarrels are caused by pride. That's what it means. Only by pride cometh content. So if you are the head, you are the head, and you are with a beloved who is the supposed to be the below the head, and there's always contention. Who is proud? The man is the head. And then you are with your beloved who is supposed to be submitted to. She's practicing the submission she's going to fully walk in. And there's always contention. What does it mean? It means your beloved is proud. She's a proud girl that you have. And is going to get prouder. Contention. Read the verse. Only by, only. There's only one. Only by Pride cometh contention. So that is why it is a very important symptom to watch out for in every relationship. If I'm with Oko or Pastor or anybody here and the person is quarreling with me openly, it means that the person really feels big in relation to me. It can never happen unless the person feels very, God forbid, I cancel those examples in Jesus' name. But I'm saying that once there is an open confrontation between me and somebody, it means that the person really sees himself as big to be able to confront me. And it's like we are exchanging words. Uh, it is the only thing that can do that is that you are big. So that is why I'm saying that if you are in a relationship, you see, I'm saying this because when you are already married, you know you cannot come out of it. Mm. 
So in a relationship, you shouldn't be having quarrels. You shouldn't be having quarrels. You understand? In a relationship, you shouldn't be having quarrels. Now, if you are always contention, when you said that, you come back, why do you always do this? I don't know. No, I don't agree. But you said that. No, why do you say that? I said that. It's not a good relationship. I can tell you in, in advance. Whatever contention you are having in the relationship is a revelation of the existence of pride. And you know what? Sometimes you have entered a relationship that is not suitable for you. Like maybe the person is not great enough for you to flow or in another type of English, koto to the person. Yes. Like the person is not great to you. Yes. One day I met uh, some beloveds. I mean, they were quarreling openly. Like they could stand openly as if they are exchanging stones and quarrel. Yes, this one will say, this one will say, this one. Beloved, so they've not married. And I, only by pride. And I realized that the contention or the, even the fact that you have to have meetings about your relationship. I want us to sit down to work out something. Working out something in a relationship, you should be falling in love more, not working. I want us to work out last week's issue. I want us to go through it point by point. Aye! If you are married and you are going through point by point, we can understand, but... Are you learning how to be like those? Then one day, the brother decided that enough is enough. So, he left the sister. The sister was crying. I told her, no. The way you see the brother is not high enough for you to flow. That's why you are always, he needs to be above you. In a way, the gradient weren't steep. That's the problem. Most of the times, that's the problem. So, one day, I saw a brother who was greater looking. And the whole brother looks greater in a way. Yes, greater, greater, older, whatever. Whatever makes it. And I told this quarreling sister, this one, will be good for you. It will be suitable for you. And I was watching. The brother found this sister to be one of the most peaceful, humble sisters. Yes. Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? So sometimes 
you have not gotten a person great enough. That is why there is so much contention and struggle. Hey! It's like the person you are marrying can be your son. Like even a spiritual son or almost a biological son. Only, 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 by pride. And pride is not a good thing. Pride is a day. I wouldn't advise you to marry a proud person. Hey! When you marry and you even reach out, not you are doing outreach, but marital outreach. Marital outreach. Before you realize... Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> Are you listening? Now listen. Shh. When you marry, because of the way marriage is, and as a brother, you will always be requesting for favors. It has a way of lowering you. So pride comes more easily. Yes. And a person who couldn't quarrel with you and who couldn't contend with you in the relationship will now receive powers to contend with you. Because of favors. We'll be asking for favors. True or not true? So what I'm trying to say is that if, if even in the relationship the contention has already started and the pride is there, there are always meetings, always issues. You are coming for beloved doses, crisis counseling. Pipeline crisis counseling. You are always calling the hotline, the counseling hotline. Now, you've, you've backed the wrong horse. You know, what I want to tell you is that one day I was looking at a sister whom had been described as beastly. And I, and I asked myself, the pastoral heart was moved in me. And I asked, something asked within me, so then who should marry her? This one, you say that she's beastly. Then, I believe the Holy Spirit showed me that, no, there is somebody who, when she is with, she will not be beastly. Yes, because the Bible says, I'll get a help meet, like suitable. You see, it's the suitability. Some people are not, they are not, they, 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 they are not suitable for you, for your type. Yes. So I, I, there is no, none of, none of my first love 
daughters will not get married. All of you are going to marry. Hey, even those of you who are beastly, God is about to send somebody whose presence and his presence will cause you to koto. presence is not heavy you ask for salad and the wife or beloved will say look at somebody calling for salad in your hometown today it's salad listen your presence must cause your beloved to koto. The word of God says, What ailed thee, O sea, that thou fleddest? And O Jordan, that thou was driven back. He was asking the sea, What is wrong with you that you, you ran away? Ye mountains, what is wrong with you that you skip like rams and you little hills like lambs? Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord and at the presence of the God of Jacob. What ailed thee, O sea, that thou fleddest and Jordan that thou was driven back? You see, your presence must cause the sea to flee. In marriage, in your marriage, the small sea in your life must flee in your presence. So when you are a diminutive beloved, diminutive beloved, and there is no presence, yes, to cause the sails to skip, there's no presence. But the presence of God, the hills and the mountains skip like rams. So that brother. He, he didn't have the presence to command the fleeing of the seas. Yes. You must learn to see love in people's eyes. And humility. Person, my love. When I went to Zambia, they came to serve me. They kneeled down. Serve. That's how they serve in Zambia. They don't stand and say, yeah. They kneel like this. We We need some Zambian features. Only, only by being bigger, bigger. Yes, too big. Verse 11. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Wealth gotten by vanity. What is wealth gotten by vanity? By useless. Just sign a contract 
and you take a percentage from here and here. They are making school tables. So you go and add yourself classroom tables for a school. Then you go and take a, a contract for uh, 27 million. Then you take six, uh, 6 million is for you. What is that type of work that is being done in Ghana? A road, a pads are bought for girls for you to take percentage. Treasury bills are brought for you to take percentage. All kinds of, it's all wealth gotten by uselessness. Uselessness. And it will, it will vanish because you don't know money has wings. Money has wings. It flies. It comes, but it will go. But those who get wealth by labor, oh, it's different. When you see a man who has worked and suffered diligently for years, it's not sign a contract and it's like you are buying you are you are importing uh what do you call it um fiat for the police so you take uh whatever percentage you are getting about 20 fiat for yourself i mean it's just kind of contract which multiply the cost of everything times 100 wow. oh it's sad it will diminish that's why you, you, in Ghana, who can you point to and say that this person is rich? Who can you point to and say this, this is a wealthy man? We should have been celebrating rich people. You can't point to oh, this is a wealthy man. This is a, everybody's afraid. And many of the wealthy people that have got wealth is by vanity. Yeah. Only contracts, government contracts. That's why they need to win elections. So that they can get more money by vanity. By be there to stand, not that we want to do something for the nation, so that you can get contract for oil, or contract for this, contract for them, take a percentage of and share. This is the only work we can do. It will be diminished. The curse of the Lord is in the house of a thief. Go and tell them. There is not. It's not. It's not a case of a man. The Bible says the case of the Lord is in the house of it. No prophet can speak a blessing when God himself has cursed. Go and tell those who are stealing the money. The case of the Lord is in the house of a thief. That's why it diminishes. A prophet can come and bless when God says I've cursed you. Verse 12. Hope deferred. Make the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Don't, don't, don't break people's heart. Those of you brothers who are going around as if you are going to propose, but I mean, you know. Huh? You are eating their rice and stew. You are eating their jollof. Week after week, they are hoping that you propose, but you never propose. Yes. When we talk about broken hearts and hearts that are sick, they, were, they are waiting, they were waiting, but you never, you never, you never spoke the word. You spoke to them all night. Two years. For two years. You kept deferring April, May, June. Out, and their hearts are getting sick. So you see the person, pimples everywhere. 
person is losing weight. The person's face has changed. The beauty is leaving the person. Hey! Oh, you haven't seen somebody whose beauty has run away before. Because the heart is sick. Hope deferred. I've deferred it. I've decided that I will not propose. Hope deferred. Make the heart sick. Heart sickness and broken heartedness. Hope deferred. Make the heart sick. It breaks down the heart. You can't go to somebody's room and eat banku and tilapia. And be going often. It's called hopes giving. Hopes giving. They make lights when you are sick. They make light soup for you. Huh? When you are writing exams, they come and cook for you. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Hope deferred. Makes the heart sick. But when desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Last week I was I was going to have a camp. Last week I was to have a camp. And I wanted to postpone the camp to this week. But because of this verse, I decided not to postpone. Because I knew that the students had a great hope that I was coming to have a camp. So I didn't want to make their hearts sick. I decided I would just go and have the camp. Verse 13. Who so despiseth the word shall be destroyed. But he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. So again, despising and mocking and laughing at the word. Don't laugh at what I'm saying. Don't despise me. Don't say, why are you saying this about the brother? What about the women? Or why am I saying, why are you saying about the women? What about the men? Never say that in your head. As soon as you say that, you, you will change into a salt pillar of salt. Yes. Your, your spiritual nature will change. You change into limestone. Yes. You never be, you never never be as you could be. When I preach and you play a table tennis with it and you say, but what about the man? But what about this brother? What about this? Never say that. Don't talk that. If I say something about black, say, what about white people? Don't, don't talk like that, that way. It, 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 it changes your nature, your spiritual. A lot of people are like pillars of limestone listening to messages. They can never change. Because what I'm saying, if, if you don't scoff at it, you see that there's something in it. He that despises the commandment. When they told Lot's wife, don't turn back. She, t- she despised the commandment and she turned into a pillar of salt. You will never be a pillar of salt. <laughs> the law of the wise is a fountain of life. To depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor 
but the way of the transgressors is hard. Now, this is, you see, this is an important verse. Everybody says, oh, I want to become a darling boy. How many want to become darling boys? Become a darling boy at your work, a darling boy at home, a darling boy in everything. This is the key, the master key to becoming a darling boy. Good understanding. Good understanding gives favor. Rarely do important people find somebody who understands. Yes. Good understanding giveth favor. When I'm explaining something, a lot of people don't understand what I'm saying. If I am struggling with a problem, few people have an understanding of what it is. Everybody still wants to have whatever they want. If I say, oh, I don't, I can't make it, or I can't, few people understand. Yes. When you have a father at home whom you are despising, so this man is come, then you turn off the television and go, remember your testimony? Tell us your testimony very briefly in a short one. Okay. We used to see my dad as kind of like a dictator in the house. So when he comes, like when he blows the horn, and then there'll be a signal that, and and then everybody will just retreat to their rooms. Because we can watch TV in our rooms also. So we'll put the TV in the main hall. But then I realized one or two times that when he comes and there's nobody there, one of the things that he does or he has done for me to see before is that he goes and then he puts his hand at the back of the TV. And because the TV generates heat, he can know that people were watching TV just before he came into the room. But they've all left to their rooms as if they are asleep. And when he came, yeah, a a means that he has come or he is coming. So everybody should just scatter to their individual rooms. And so it made my dad a, a, a little bit some way towards us. So after you preach, I started to maybe stay up when he comes and then talk to him, watch whatever he's watching, which sometimes I'm not interested in. But then I started to be interested in and talk to him and I realized that his relationship towards me changed drastically because of those things. Yeah, he started then, to favor you. Yeah, and then he started to favor me. He started to give me money. He bought me a car when I graduated school. He made me. He he started a company. He made me a director of the company. He he bought me a phone. He bought me iPad. He called me. Everything that a father can do, or that I didn't even think that he could do before, he was doing for me. So I, it's it's just because. It looked like I so you used to, to used to stay behind. Yeah, I used to stay behind. Even my mother would go to go and sleep. Yeah, yeah. But it's like an understanding yeah. son. And I will, I, even the things that we used to discuss because he watched these late night shows which young people don't watch or BBC or writers. And then I'll try and watch also and read and understand and talk with him about it. So we had things to discuss. Have you heard about this? What about Syria? Let's talk about it. Then we are talking. And I realized that because of that, we built a certain kind of relationship. Wow. And then you became a darling boy. Yes, I became a darling boy, daddy. Next to become a national hero after that. So you see, you sit in there and you see that the important person, he's in a world though. And almost everybody doesn't relate with him and doesn't understand him. Whether it's a boss, a pastor, a bishop, a founder, a leader. Most people don't understand the person. Even when the person is special, people don't understand. If you call them, everybody is scattered. When they see him, nobody talks. Everybody becomes quiet and serpentine. Yes. Then you have somebody who comes to sit down. It's like, oh, 
it's time you sit down, it's watching, you are watching. So it's like good understanding. Like I seem to understand you or even understand all your things, your problems. Few children behave like that. Yeah. Then the person starts to favor you. I'm just showing you, you are all looking for favor. Because there's a point at which it moves to favor. It's not about promotion, but it's like you, you understand somebody. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You think of me in my situation. How many people understand what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. We are in about 70 countries with huge projects, churches, issues, many things. When I speak, you can't even relate with it. Yes. But few people understand this is this. Is this. this means this. This is there for this. But when you see somebody with an understanding eye, you start to like the person. It's in the Bible. And you will favor the person. And you'll be wondering, that, but uh, we came before this person. We, are don't, we don't know why uh, this man came last weekend and he seemed to, you sit there quietly in your serpentine. You are calling him A. Eba means third person singular. Eba, e. E, he, 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 almost, it's almost it. Yeah, that, 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 that one has come. The one has come. The one has come. The one you know comes, has come. Our man has come. Eba, e. But you see, he, he knows, he knows, always think of important people as clever. He comes in and he goes to touch the TV. That's why, that's why I say, most people don't know that when I see people sitting in front of me or standing in front of me saying nothing, they don't know that I was observing them some time ago, watching them, shouting, talking, laughing. When they come, Yes, Bishop. Yes, Bishop. Ebae. Ebae. That's in their mind. So, Numueba. So, just as he was putting his hand behind, he was checking to be sure that he's confirming. And these people are around. It's as if everybody's fast asleep now. But they are here, but they hate me. They hate me. They don't like me. They don't like me. They don't, they don't understand that I built this house and made television in their rooms. For them to go to their room to what they don't know it. They don't know the roof over their head. What I did to make that roof come over their head. They don't know it. And they don't care. And they hate me. Me rather that I provided for them. They hate me. Look at their attitude towards me. No. And you see that the blessing that the person is holding will be held back. You think he doesn't know? He knows it all. He knows it all. That's why people are looking for people with understanding. When he speaks to you, do you understand what I'm trying to do? Do you, wanna, do you understand what, why I'm, uh, we are singing this song? Do you know why we, we should do? Do you know why I said we should come early? Do you understand it? All that you have is provided by that important person. And that's the person you call Ibai. And you treat him as well. Wake up and speak only formally and only speak to him when you need something. And he was like, it's your duty to give me ABC. Wow. That's how people behave. That's how people behave. So good understanding gives favor. 
look, prosperity, it reaches a point. That's it. From there on, what is favor? Person has and that likes you. True or not true? You know, I have like a reflex when I meet somebody and I start to get to close up, I start to talk about their fathers. It's like a reflex. And when I find out you don't like your father, no, I, I, I start to have it. Like, this is, this is a problem here. You are not a person entitled to favor. Or even when you go to a, your boss. <laughs> or if you travel to America or to Germany. Don't just despise. Look and understand how was Germany built. And when you understand, you see these people are clever. That's why it's very difficult to prosper in the country. Because they were expecting you. And they have designed a system that a visitor from Africa can hardly prosper. Verse 16. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. Wow. But a fool layeth open his folly. A prudent man is somebody who sees the evil ahead. Verse 17. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is held. A wicked messenger falls into mischief. What is a faithful ambassador? Somebody you send and he will stay faithful to what you tell him to do. Sometimes you look and you see somebody was, one pastor was saying, ah, some of these lighthouse pastors, they are not reflecting the anointing and the grace of the house that they are coming from. Yes. He was complaining to one pastor. I said, ah, we who are not in the church, we are valuing the books and the messages. We follow on podcasts, we listen we are a part of it. Because a child of a goat is a goat. A child of a hopopotamus is a hopopotamus. <laughs> Can you imagine if a hopopotamus gives birth to a small goat? Yeah. Or a hopopotamus gives birth to a cat? Yeah. Everybody will say, ah, are, you, is, are you sure your father is this hopopotamus? Oh, it's not your father. It's my father. Meow, meow, meow. It's my father. When you are a faithful ambassador, when we send you to Mozambique, we send you to Namibia, we send you to Botswana, we send you to South Africa, we send you to the ends of the earth, and you are faithful ambassador, following and staying faithful to the things you have been told to do and say. Because success in ministry is go where you are told to go and preach what you are told to preach. Jonah, he said, go here to Nineveh, number one. When you go, preach and say, Woe to you, everybody's going to perish. He said he won't go. <laughs> he said, I will not go. What a type of mission is this? He said, I will never go. And he decided not to go. Wow. Yes. But after going to the will, he changed his mind. And he went and he said, and it was the same message. Go where you are told to go and Say what you are told to say. All through the Bible is the standard principle for doing well. A faithful ambassador is health. 
go where you are told to go and preach what you are told to preach. He went to Nineveh and he, he ran, ran the whole house. You are all going to die. 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 Everybody repented. The king repented. The animals, everybody was made to fast. Everybody in the town. A faithful ambassador, he goes where he has been asked to go and preaches what he has been asked to be. Jesus told the disciples, go to the Gentiles, go to the whatever, go to the uh, saved love of the children of Israel. Say the kingdom of God. He actually told them what to say. Say the kingdom of God is at hand. This, 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 this. Go where you are told to go. Preach what you are told to preach. People don't want to go where they are told to go and they don't want to preach what they are told to preach. It's like you have some other message. It's fantastic. And that is why you see a hippopotamus very big like this. And he's giving birth to a small cat. It's like, meows! Is your mother this hippopotamus? Yes, my mother is this hippopotamus. It weren't. A faithful ambassador. Can you imagine if I'm ambassador? I sent my ambassador from here to go to Nigeria, and then when I found that he was in the States. So, what are you doing? So, I prefer New York to uh, Lagos. I thought, I thought that New York is better than Lagos. So, I've gone to Lagos. I've gone to New York. <laughs> and you see, what are you preaching? I'm preaching about Aaron's beard this week. Next week. I'll be moving to Moses' garments. And the week after, I'm speaking of the, 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 Levit- the Levitical oil. Wow. A faithful ambassador. Once I sent somebody, go and uh, bless these people, tell them whatever. The person went and said, I promised to buy a car. So when the people, I was there when the people came. So you promised to buy a car for us as a donation. I said, me? And I found out that my ambassador has gone to promise a car. I don't want to swear. I had to buy a car for those people. Because I have, I have to, if, if that is what the person promised, I didn't promise that. And I had no intention. But the ambassador promised a car. Tell somebody, go where you are asked to go. And say what you are asked to say. And do what you are asked to do. A faithful ambassador is health. Are you listening to Wisdom 13? Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination for fools to depart from evil. Ah, look at verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. And he that is a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Not that he is a fool, he is a companion. Check your neighbor and see whether your neighbor is a correct companion. 
you know you know I can say I can tell all about you by your friends the companion of fools whoever your companion is I can just know about you that's all yeah companion of fools he that walks so if you want to be wise one of the ways to be wise is change friends and, and, and don't, don't bother if you walk with grown ups recently Bishop Kakra was giving a testimony you know on my birthday he was saying that he advanced so much in his life so much because he's far my junior in school and even in the church but he was always with me. Yes, he was always with me. So he built a house before anybody. He started a church before anybody. He had a car before anybody. My old car, I gave it to him. Yes. He had everything far ahead of his mate. He was driving a land cruiser before. One day somebody, somebody's lecturer saw him and said, Ha, ah, I thought you were going to become a priest. Look at you, I've turned into whatever. Driving a land cruiser. I don't want to say exactly what he said, but he said something like that. <laughs> Let me. Yeah. So when you are, when you, when you walk with the wise, the wisdom of that group, it becomes a, a joint wisdom. Yes. Corporate, like everybody thinks the same way. Yes. Wow. 21. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. Evil pursueth what? Sinners. No evil shall pursue you in Jesus' name. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. Hey! And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Wow. Now, a good man lay, give, lays what? An inheritance for his, his sister's children. A good man leaves an inheritance for his sister's children. Not all the traditions are good. Do you know why people leave things for their sister's children? Like the uncle leaves for his nephews and nieces. Like I'll really be prosperous because my wife has got a lot of brothers. So they all have to leave their things for my children. It's their duty to give things to my children. Yes, because their sister Yes, their sister's child. Mm. The reason is that if your sister gives birth, 
you are sure that it's your family because it came out of your sister. But if you give birth in the house with your wife, you can't be sure that it's your child. You can never be sure that it's your child. Do you understand the logic? Yeah. Now, everybody in this room, when you die, you leave an inheritance. Yeah. Now, recently, they were listing the unclaimed bodies unclaimed bodies plenty so many people die and uh, and their bodies are unclaimed do you know why if you come and say this my uncle say, hey come and pay the mortuary fee come and do the funeral so when the person dies because he doesn't have anything they say oh we don't know him. So, the batteries are full of unclaimed bodies. Huge numbers. I've actually been at the cemetery when they were burying unclaimed bodies. They put them in a pickup and throw them in a big hole. Yes. But in your case, when you die, people will become, oh, this is my uh, because they know that it's not debts and mortuary fees that you are leaving behind, but you are leaving something substantial. It didn't say a spiritual man, it said a good man, a good man, a good man. He goes so far as leaving an inheritance for the children of his children. One day I went to Tulsa, I was in Tulsa, and Kenneth Hagin mentioned that he had bought a, a house for his grandson. And I was saying, hey, I'm watching scriptures being fulfilled. Like, your child has married and you are providing a house for your child's child. Most people don't leave anything for their child. Most of the times, that is the problem. But in your case, I am speaking to you the blessings of Jehovah. You will leave something for your children's children. Amen. Wow. Sit down. What are you standing up for? The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. All the the money of the wicked people will be handed over to to God's people. Wealth transfer. 
Amen. Amen. Verse 23. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. Amen. Beating is biblical. It is, by the way, it is not legal in Europe and America. If you touch the child, even you go, to, you can go to prison just now. Your own child, you touch the child. Your child can call the police. Huh? So. Don't be crazy. Even in a children's church, you cannot touch people's children. Yes, especially abroad. You can't touch yourself. I'm beating all the children here. It's not allowed. I'm telling you because maybe you may go somewhere and they say that, uh, my bishop said that you, you spare the rod and spare the child. So I'll beat all these four children here. No, one time, one of our Sunday school teachers was taken to prison. Yes. Because the child said something. One of our Sunday school was taken to prison. Yes. And the child, what the child is saying, this, what, video, this, so many things. For a long time before they, they left the case. But he was in prison for some time. Yeah. So when you go to, when you go abroad, most of you will be Traveling to and fro. You will never be restricted. If you happen to go and you volunteer for children's church, I don't want to go and disgrace yourself there. You said that here I've been told that just speaking of the word and then you pray. That's all. The fruit of your mouth. And the last verse. Hey. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul. But the belly of the wicked shall want. When you are a wicked man, you won't get a good wife to give you to the satisfying. Your belly will not be full. Hey. Wicked man, you see that he's in the house. Struggling, homogeneous. The belly of the wicked shall one, but the righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul. Whatever you need, whatever satisfies you, is being provided for you by the Lord. Even food shall be provided for you by the Lord. Lift your hand and receive the wisdom of the Lord. Father, thank you for the wisdom that is spoken into our lives. Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken to our lives. Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken to our lives. Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken to our lives. Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken into our lives. Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken into our lives. lives. 
Thank you for the wisdom that is spoken into our lives. Thank you for the wisdom. Receive the wisdom of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thanks a million for all that you have done and are doing for us. Now, by this wisdom, make war. By this wisdom, succeed. By this wisdom, be made fat. By this wisdom, escape the curse. Escape frustration. Escape difficulty. And rise into great prosperity. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Whatever you lack, it will come to you through this wisdom. In Jesus' name. Whatever you don't have, whatever foolishness has brought to you, is cancelled today in Jesus' name. And the wisdom of God is released into your life. Rise and begin to make war and succeed. Where your counterparts could not succeed, you are succeeding. In Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed for a moment. If you are here tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus, let me pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Let me pray with you. You want to give your life to God. Jesus, I want to come, you to come into my heart and save me. The beginning of wisdom is fearing God. You are here today, you want to fear God. You want to begin to be wise then I want you to lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you. I want to give my life to God today. Today. Lift up just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front here. I want to give my life to God today. Come. Come. You lifted your hand at the back there. I'm waiting. Somebody there. All right. Close your eyes and let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you. Please have mercy on me. From today, I turn around. I become wise. I give my soul to God. I give my soul to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Jesus, for washing my sins away. I am a child of God from today. I belong to God from today. I will serve God from today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, please give them books. God bless you. Where do they go? Please follow our pastor this way and you'll come right back and join. Please be seated for a moment. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.